you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Transformation scares people. Transformation excites people. Transformation can fill people with hope or nervousness. That's right, transformation can lead to a range of emotions in all of us. Sometimes positive emotions and sometimes negative ones too. So it's very important that we understand exactly what we mean when we are talking transformation. Well, hello there, it's Oliver Banks and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. This is episode 50. That's right, we're coming up to our first birthday of the show. Thank you so much for continuing to tune in week after week, where I hope to fill you with insight, ideas and inspiration to make your retail transformation a big success. Now, last time round on episode 49, we were asking a big question. Is retail actually changing? There is, on the face of it, an awful lot to do with our industry that is not changing, that is still the same. But in the very same breath, there is a huge amount that is changing. Our digitally enabled world has rapidly shifted many things and consumers are now leading the way. So retail is changing in short, but if you haven't listened to it, do go back and check because I hope to give you some different thoughts, some different perspectives on some of the keys to success in retail that have not changed. So as a retailer, you must change alongside the changing consumer, alongside our changing world. That's right, you must change. Now, you know as well as I do, people resist change. They're naturally hesitant about taking it on. However, there are, of course, some people that thrive in change, particularly if they're experiencing a pain point, a frustration. Now, a lot of that, of course, also comes down to our own individual preference for change, as well as our role in it, how we're being affected. And if we are included, if we're actually playing a part in the change, in the transformation. Now, as I was saying there in the intro, the word transformation conjures up some very extreme emotions, I think you'll agree. Excitement, fear, hope, nervousness, expectation, perhaps a whole blend of all of them mixed in together. And of course, the change curve really captures this really very well. And if you're not familiar with that, then you really must check it out. So head straight on over to the show notes page over at obandco.uk slash 50. That's obandco.uk slash 50. So whilst you're considering the change curve, consider this too. Transformation, the word transformation may not be the right word for you and for your strategy. Yes, you need to change with the changing consumer and the changing world, but you do not necessarily need to transform. It might be that what you're doing is that you're improving the business rather than transforming it. Whilst both 
improvement and transformation are focused on developing and building a better retail business for the future, there is a subtle difference between the two. Transformation makes you think of major changes, big changes that encapsulate the brand, your customer, all of your processes, your systems, your people, many, many different aspects of your retail business. It probably suggests big upheaval, probably suggests some really hard work and tough times ahead. And it definitely suggests the future is going to be quite significantly different than it is today. Perhaps it's going to make things harder for you to get your key stakeholders on board. There is going to be nervousness. There is going to be that fear of the unknown that could actually hold you back. Improvement, however, suggests it's more about smaller incremental changes, optimizing your business, taking what's good and making it better. It's really about tweaking small elements to drive that improvement and to level up your existing output. So which is right for you? Well, that does depend on your situation. If you're a retailer who hasn't had good financial performance, you haven't been happy with your place in the market, maybe you've got declining footfall and you're not able to arrest it and you're not able to adjust to the new normal. And I'm using that term, the new normal, reflecting back on my conversation with Ian Shepard from episode 45 and 46, where he was diving into his new book, Reinventing Retail, which is a brilliant read. Do check it out if you've not already done so. Reinventing Retail is the name of that book once again. So perhaps your systems are out of date. Competitors are pulling away from you in the marketplace. Well, if that describes your situation, then transformation probably is the right answer for you. However, if you're content with your performance right now, if your operation is mostly in control and you're regularly meeting the KPIs that are demanded of you, well, then improvement is probably going to be the best route for you. There are lots of phrases that are probably going to spring to your mind. Things like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. All those sort of things are very much in tune with you if you need to improve rather than transform. So those are a couple of different leads in to suggest whether transformation or improvement is the right direction for you. If you're still not sure, have a think about this. Whilst improvements are always welcomed in any business, if you are facing some major issues, then tweaking around the outside is unlikely to yield enough improvement to really give you the correct answer. In that case, if you are facing those big issues, think back to transformation and use that word transformation to conjure up those emotions and the expectations that we were talking about earlier. And here's a watch out though. If you are running a technology project or initiative, please, please, please do not be fooled into thinking that you are doing digital transformation. A technology project may just be just that, right? It may not be digital transformation. You cannot then turn around and say, oh, we're doing digital transformation. That could really misset some expectations among the business, among your stakeholders, and of course, among the shareholders as well. Plus, I do think that term digital transformation is 
most likely leading you down the wrong path anyway. And if you want to know my thoughts on that a little bit more, then you must check out episode 44 of the Retail Transformation Show. And that episode is called The Problem with Digital Transformation. Once you have decided if you are doing transformation or if you are doing improvement, then you must use that word because it does set different expectations and set different emotions and they could help or hinder you on your journey. So how should you approach them? Well, if you are doing improvement projects and programs, then that is brilliant. It means you're in a good place already. And for me, it's really very important to have a good understanding of the metrics that you are looking to improve. You should have targets that allow you to strive for a defined improvement. You can't just go for better, air quotes, better. You must be able to define and quantify how much better. And metrics are your key there. So set some targets. Look at where you are today against those metrics and look at where you want to go, where you want to be. And that way, once you have finished, you'll be able to look back. You'll be able to check if you've completed and achieved what you wanted to do or if there is more needed. That will allow you to celebrate success about the improvement that you have made to your business. It forms a large part of your goal, your vision, and it's going to get your stakeholders and even shareholders very excited because it's tangible. I know where I'm going. I feel safe. I feel more secure about the future. And from there, having defined your targets, well, the big challenge, of course, is making it happen. After all, if you set an expectation and you make people feel secure about the future and then you miss that, it's going to breed distrust. It's going to make people uncomfortable and worried about the future. So use effective project and program management to build a relentless drumbeat of progression. So make sure that you define the improvement that you want to make and then make it happen. It sounds very easy. I know it's not quite so easy in real life, (laughs) but ultimately that is what you need to do in an improvement project or program. So let's flip it around. Let's talk about transformation for a moment. So to make your transformation a success, you've got to do more because it is a much bigger beast. It's harder. It's more vague. You don't know exactly where you are going or how you're going to get there. So I'm going to lean back to my transformation trifecta here. You must make sure that you have a strong will to change in the business. And this is really looking at it from all levels in the business. You must have leaders that understand and appreciate and recognize the true status quo. And then that must filter down to all layers of the organization. Once you understand the status quo, you can set out your goals, you can set out your vision for the future, and people will buy into it. In fact, a 2015 study from McKinsey showed that if your senior leaders can communicate the need for transformation and the progress of that transformation, then you're eight times more likely to succeed. That's an incredible signal and certainly a sign of the importance of having that strong will to change that starts from the top and blows all the way down through the whole organization. Once you have that strong will to change, you must have an achievable approach. You must use effective program management in many different areas here. 
And right now, I want to stress the importance of having milestones across that achievable approach. Having milestones allow you to hit something, reach something, achieve something. And that achievement allows you to build momentum. The whole old adage of how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time, of course. So lay out some quick wins to allow you to get things done, to get things moving. That builds trust. It builds credibility. That momentum piece is so important to making sure that your approach is achievable. And of course, the third part of my transformation trifecta is that you must have the right people to do it. They must have the right attitudes. They must have the right resources as well. Because if you don't have this, simply put, nothing is going to get done. You're going to miss your timelines. You're going to miss your expectations. And ultimately, we know the ending, right? We've seen it happen too many times. You know, think of our changing world. Consumers have changed. They are now in control. And Using the analogy from the brilliant conversation that I had with Polly Barnfield in episode 42 and 43, you know, consumers have picked up the ball and they've run off the pitch. Things have drastically changed in retail, so you must continue to change with it. You know, we've seen disruption in the market. We've seen competition really heating up from several different areas, several different angles. And that competitive element is hotter than it's ever been, in my opinion. Now, you can grab a copy of my transformation trifecta. It's available to download. So head over to the show notes page, which is obandco.uk slash 50 to get your copy right now. That's obandco.uk slash 50. So if you are heading down the path of transformation, recognize it, use it, use the energy, use the focus and use that word transformation. But if you're not, then that's okay. Improvement is still a very good thing. And actually, it's better to be in a world where you're needing to improve than transform, if I'm honest. So don't put your organization through the journey and the tough times of transformation if you do not need to. Plus, you're still very welcome to listen to the Retail Transformation Show to help guide you through the journey of improvement rather than transformation as well, of course. And do remember to hit subscribe if you've not already done so, so you can make sure you catch up on every single episode coming out every single Monday. And hey, if we're not connected on LinkedIn, then we probably should be as well. So look out for me there. I'll pop a link on that show notes page, or you can just, of course, search for me, Oliver Banks. And let me know you're listening. It would be great to hear from you. So just as we think back through what we've been talking about today, the word transformation brings in many different emotions, some good, some bad, but it can unsettle the organization. So make sure that you understand if you are doing transformation or if you are doing improvement. Both are good, noble causes that build a brighter future. But I think the journey of improvement is certainly a lot simpler than the journey of transformation. So don't put your organization through the journey of transformation just by using the wrong words, okay? We've laid out some very high-level approaches to how to go about an improvement journey and how to go about a transformation journey. And of course, we outlined the transformation trifecta, which you can pick up on the show notes page. But just before we wrap up, I want to leave you with a thought. Whether you're doing improvement 
and you're laying out your goals and your targets, or whether you're doing transformation and you're defining a vision more. Is there ever an end to transformation or improvement? Or does it continue forever? After all, once we've achieved our three or five year roadmap, the world will be a very different place. So won't we need to transform and improve again? For me, yes. And that's where elements like continuous improvement from the world of Lean Six Sigma come into play, where you're continually developing and improving. But I'd love to know what you think as well. Let me know on LinkedIn. And until the next time, have a brilliant week. Bye. Bye.